Welcome to the lecture I've called The Big Fat Surprise. The title is taken directly from that remarkable book written by Nina Tasholtz in 2014, which many publications, reputable companies, said was the best health book of that year. This book continues to make waves. And when I read it for the first time a year ago, my understanding of the politics and science of food deepened. I got a lot more clarity. And that is why in this lecture, most of it is around her book and her views. You will see that I have extracted off the net a direct summary of her book. Also, there is an image of the book. And then there is a link. And that link is come from the Diet Doctor, based in Sweden, which I strongly recommend you link to. His website, Dr. Andres Enfeldt, he, he is a very clear thinker on a low-carbohydrate, moderate-protein, high-fat diet. This lecture is a long one, but it's well worth your effort to get into the minds of what some people have called her the bulldozer of truth. Enjoy. Welcome to the lecture on food guidelines in the section Adventures in Food Wellness. This is a very, very controversial field and the science has not been settled. The wars are between the carbophobes and the lipophobes, those that hate sugars and carbohydrates and those that hate fat. That way it seems to be. What I try to do in this lecture is give a more balanced view and I present five guidelines that should become part of your consciousness. Plenty and plenty of adventures await you as you try to keep to these guidelines. The first one is to drink water. Not water in sodas or very sweet fruit, but water from the tap or bottled water. You also find water in soups, in bone broth, in tea and coffee. Keep well hydrated. Secondly, eat green carbs. These are mainly vegetables that are found above the ground and certainly to get rid of as best as possible any processed food that contains sugar. Thirdly, the protein is essential which you find in eggs and in cheese and in chicken, meat and fish. You should not overdo it, 
because excess protein can be converted into glucose and that is what makes you fat and unhealthy. Fourthly, fat can make you thin, but you should eat healthy fats and healthy fats are generally those that are high in omega-3s such as you found in nuts such as almonds, fatty fish such as salmon and in fruits such as avocados. Finally, you should have a lot of fibre which you find predominantly in your vegetables. Fibre, fibrous products essential for the health of your gut where the microbiome of your gut enjoy, enjoy lots of fibre. Welcome to the lecture on the food wars. In the adventures of wellness and food and eating real food, your diet and nutrition is a lifelong adventure. There are just so many different types of foods and combinations. And one would really need to go to university and get what they call the great PPE. That stands for philosophy, politics and economics. To truly understand what food is about and how ultimately it ends up on your fork, in your kitchen or in your dining room or in the restaurant. From farm to fork is a tricky business. Perhaps in your own home you can have a little garden, you plant a few spinach seeds, when it is harvest time you cut it, you clean it and you put it into your salad. That is simple. But if you had to follow a spinach from a farm in South America, landing up in a restaurant in either Johannesburg, London City or New York, it has gone through multiple, multiple hurdles. The politics is powerful, sometimes cruel, and can turn on those that critique it. The economics of food at times is horrendous, drastic. When the harvests are good, and there's plenty of supply and demand is reduced, some farmers will burn truckloads of tomatoes or oranges or apples to keep the demand down and the supply up and therefore at competitive prices. This lecture introduces Professor Robert Lustig, a paediatrician who specializes in childhood obesity. He really found that sugar in its processed form is the real culprit in the current epidemic of obesity, hypertension, strokes and depression.
Welcome to the lecture on Let Food Be Your Medicine. This comes all the way back from Hippocrates, he of the Hippocratic Oath, who lived in ancient Greece thousands of years ago. How true is it today? The jury's still out, but it's my view, considered, from reading a vast part of the nutrition literature. And by the way, at medical school where I was, we had one lecture on nutrition, and specializing in psychiatry, you never had one. Nutrition never came into the story. But how many illnesses today, millions if not billions of people suffering because of poor nutrition? We're not quite clear what those guidelines should be. And as I will show in the following lectures, through links or key ideas or videos, I hope you'll start to appreciate that food that you eat or you serve to your loved ones is much more complicated than what meets the eye. Let food be your medicine, together with the other six adventures, especially in terms of energy, adequate sleep, and good exercise and a wide range of movements. That will restore you to much better health and better brain health, and all the good consequences that flow out from there. Let food be your main medicine.